Hello people, so my name is Royston Subhanathan, I'm a medical officer here in Borneo, Malaysia. This is my very first attempt at sharing my thoughts on a podcast. I hope it adds a little two cents to the value, a little two cents to the time that you're giving me. So the title of today's topic is Pandemic, Living Life to the Fullest. So let's get straight into it, right? So I think there's a lot of talk videos, there's a lot of podcasts, there's a lot of um, you know, articles written about how is this and how's the pandemic going and how do we rectify it, the pathophysiology of it, how it how it spread all the way from China to Italy to Spain to America and all those stuff. And I'm not really going to talk about that. Uh, what I am trying to put forth is how do we make the best of the time that we have now? How do we navigate through this tough period of time and let me just tell you how my thought process came about so i'm working in a hospital here in one of the interior sites of uh, the borneo land of malaysia i've those of you who don't know the borneo is actually split into two we have the indonesian side and we have the malaysian side so i'm over on the other side of the border with malaysia so we have a small hospitals multiple hospitals around the whole state and one of the hospitals where do i work and uh, we as uh as the coronavirus, as you know, is spreading all over. So I was sitting down here in front. Uh, we have something called a PPE, which is the protective gear that we wear. And it's sweaty and it's tired. It's about 36, 37 degrees. And I have this whole stream of people coming, right? Coming to the, to the counter to get themselves screened because they're afraid, they're scared. And uh, as I was sitting down there, uh, trying to soak all this in, seeing all people coming in, some are angry, some are demanding. Some are just downward sorry for themselves. The business is down. They don't know what to do. And they feel sick. They just need someone to talk to. And, you know, they come at a wrong period of time. And you, when you have so many patients coming with possibly the symptoms, it's not a good time. So as I was sitting down there, and I'm soaking this all in, and when I've cleared all the patients and I still have to sit with my full gear out in the hot sun, I, I, came, I went into the, this, this deep trance, trance state, right? And I'm just soaking all this in, like this is happening. Like something like this that you dream of, that you read of, maybe in the Bible or or the Quran or whatever. And, and this is actually happening. Like something that some some might say this is actually apocalypse. I, I don't know if that it is, but you know, it, it sure sounded like it. And And I thought to myself, what can I do besides my job in preparing or in helping these people who came here, right? What we do know is this virus is happening, right? It's spreading and it's going all the way to the other side of the continent and people are dying, right? So what I'm trying to do here is prepare the mind, prepare your mind or mind myself and how do we navigate through this tough period of time? What can we expect? And, you know, how do we prepare ourselves? Now, this podcast is not meant to be so long. It's, it's meant to be just to be uh, a, a point where you guys can have a decision or, or help you to make a decision from what I know, from my perspective, from what I see and what I've learned. So I've made about four points about all this.
The four points covers your mental, your emotional, your financially, and also your physical health as a whole. So what we can do to navigate through this, this period of time, all right? What, what we can prepare ourselves, whatever we can, you know, put ourselves in that position and another position of others and do what we can, all right? So the first one, would, I would say, is belief. The first point that I believe is a key word is belief. Now, what do I mean by belief? Belief is when you're stuck at home for a few weeks and you have maybe a room or a house which is about six foot, six feet maybe, you know, and you have about two to three people living there. And you have no way, no place to maneuver. You're looking at your partner and you're stressed out and you're pissed off. And what do you do then? Alright? I'm just I was just reading the news and there was like news that the countries like Australia and UK are reporting a spike in the domestic violence cases. Divorces are five record numbers that I've never seen before. Now it doesn't matter if you're male, you're female, you're a daughter, you're a son, you're a husband, you're a wife, or a grandparent. Please do know this. This time now, no matter how difficult it is, it will come to pass. Believe that. Believe that this time, this tough period that you're going through, will come to pass. Now, in your deep sense, if you realize and you know that this will come to pass, you will know that the tough position that you are in will be over soon. Now, why do I say this? Now, a lot of us, most of, most of us who are suffering greatly from this virus are not a millionaire, are not, you know, at the top 40 uh, percent of the best of the populations. They're usually the blue-collar workers, the daily workers who go to, the, you know, who have to make a daily living. These are the people who are most greatly affected. Now, I don't expect you guys to have a big house. I don't expect you guys, you know, to have a easily easy life that you might have a thousand things that are going in your mind. Just take a deep breath and think for one second what you are going to say to your partner. Whatever you're going to say, in that heat of a moment, just think about it. Then take a deep breath and walk away. Walk away. Even better, say sorry. Just say sorry. Right? Just say sorry. I don't mean it. Sorry. I didn't meant it. And walk away. Now, I'm not saying if someone is emotionally abusing you, and you're suffering one sort of physical abuse, you should keep quiet, right? That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, if you're having an, an argument, an altercation, it will meant to be, if you're a couple, you're a family, you will have fights, right? If you don't have fight, then most possibly, most possibly you're not in a family. That's a dysfunctional family. A normal family, people fight. But this is an extraordinary, extraordinary time. It's not a time that, that usually happens. Right? So before you do something, before you say something which is stupid and you might regret it, 
in some in in a second later just one second after you do it just think think and take a deep breath and you have nothing better to say then don't say anything my mom taught me that right if you don't have anything good to say then don't say anything because they say the tongue is sharper than a sword so don't regret saying something that you did not mean all right so that's the first that's the first point belief believe that this tough period is going to be over you know if you read the news you will know it. they're trying to flatten the curve it will happen it'll take some time it may look like a million years from now it may look like the world is going to end now just take your time think about it and let it go right once you have realized that th th this position that you're in will become better this will get over you have subconsciously told your mind to calm down and once you have calmed down you can take a deep breath and just relax all right don't escalate things further with your partner with your wife with your mom with your dad with your siblings whatever it is because everybody's going through a shit hole right now so you don't make it any worse okay so the second thing is financial prudence financial prudence make no mistake about it the financial implication of this virus is going to be catastrophic you have to know this i mean if you don't know i'm telling you now it's going to be bad all right what what you have to know is health your health which is your health sector as a whole not just your health physically the health sector which means the hospital the doctors the nurses the medical assistants the the, the lab assistants whatever it is the health categorize another health section right and the health section and the economy goes hand in hand i'm not sure how does it go in uh, in the states where you have the health sector which is financed primarily by the insurance agency right but most of the countries around the world when you have health and economy it goes hand in hand when you have a good economy when you have good money flow coming in you take that money and you put it into your healthcare. if your healthcare does not if sorry if your economy does not do well then you don't have a healthcare to support so if you are in a country where you're having a lockdown and the and the leaders are or, or the or the politicians or you know the government is telling you you know stay at home we're gonna we're gonna take care of the rest just stay at home which means you have a good healthcare system and you're having a good economy because when you stay at home and they're able to pay you then you're the lucky few you are the lucky few the economy the global economy is projected to contract about 0.2 percent this year now i'm not an accounts guy all right i am not an accounts guy i have very little financial knowledge but what i do know is a lot of people i mean a lot of people are gonna lose their jobs it's the truth a lot of people are gonna lose their jobs now if you are one of those few who are a blue-collar worker who go eight to five job to a factory to wherever it is that you're headed to now i'm not trying to discourage you but i'm just trying to tell you brace yourself for a financial impact Raise yourself for a financial impact. You have to cut down 
on your unnecessary expenses that you have. If you haven't done it before, then you have to put it down now. You have to put down whatever expenses you have and cut down whatever that you don't need. Now you have the time. You have a brace period. You have a grace period to, to know the full extent of how this thing is going to impact you. Right? You have, you have a period of time. Now is the hard part. But during this hard part, there's people going there and doing what they can to save the world, to make it a better place. Now you are staying at home. You are playing your part as well. I'm not saying you're not playing any part. You're playing as your part to stay at home and to be safe and to spread not to not spread the disease. But what you can also do is you can help yourself. You can help yourself. Now, how can you help yourself? Is to sit down and think. Are you at risk? Are you one of those people who are going to get or you are you going to be in this risk area? If you are, then you have to plan to make things work. Because you have your you have whoever it is that's depending on you. If you have nobody, if you're if you're single, then you have you yourself to to to, to think about. Alright? You know, so easy for you to say, what can I do? So if let's say you are thinking you have a risk, then you, you should do some planning, how much of saving you have, how much of, you know, expenses you have, cut down your expenses. If you're planning to get a new car, if you're planning to get a new home, you're on the brink of it and everything was put on hold, then you better put it on hold for a lot longer than you think. Because if, like it or not, the financial impact of this disease is going to last for at least a year. Now, you should know that this virus, based on the SARS virus, which happened a few years back, it will take at least one to two years to recover from it fully. One to two years to recover from the disease fully. Now, SARS was localized only in Southeast Asia. It did not even spread as much as the COVID virus did. COVID is worldwide. So you try and imagine, just for a second, how bad these things can get. So you have to prepare for it. Your mind, the most important thing is your mind. If your mind is prepared for it, you can go against anything. Trust me on this. You can. You just have to prepare your mind for it. Okay, look at now the virus is this bad. You know, I think I am in the zone where my job could be affected by it. Now, what can I do? Okay, I have a mortgage. Now you can talk, you can prepare some, you know, what you're going to do. Maybe you can talk to the bank, to rearrange your mortgage another six months, all right? Maybe you can cut down your expense. If you have a credit card, and cut on your credit card. You don't need a credit card right now, right? Postpone it, all right? And just make a financial planning, man. Just make a financial planning. Make sure you are in, in control. You know what's going on and you're braced for impact. You are braced for impact. Now, some people might say, you know, you should be spreading positivity around, you know. There's a lot of bad things going. There's a lot of people dying. And I said, you know, this is going to happen. Whether you like it or you don't, this is going to happen. Now, you or me, we're not going to change it. We are one of those millions who are in the society, regular people who have to praise, who have to go against, you know, the wave, the wave is coming. You have to brace for it. Prepare for the worst, expect the best. Prepare for the worst, expect the best.
Now, I'm not saying this will happen. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this will happen. It could happen. Just prepare for it. If it doesn't happen, then great. God bless you. Do it well. And if it does happen, then you have a plan to navigate through it. You have time, guy. You have time. Now, pick the best of your time. This is all you can do. You know, you have 24 hours a day. And just prepare for it. Prepare for it. And expect the best. Prepare for the worst, but you always expect for the best. Always think that you can go through it. Always think you can make it. And you can. Trust me, you can. Alright? So the first was belief. Second was financial prudence. And the third is productivity. Right? So I just came across one of this quote uh, on, the, on the social media. And it goes something like this. If you come out of this period without acquiring any bits of new skill or discoveries of the things that you can do, or you wish you wanted to do, then you never lack time, only discipline. Right? Pretty good quote, you know. If you ever wanted to do something, and you're totally locked down, and you come out of it, and you're basically the same bloody guy that you were before this, then you should never ever complain again that you lack time. Because you never lack time. It's the only thing you lacked is discipline. Now, why do we always feel locked up? Why do we feel like, you know, like claustrophobic and we are, you know, we, we, can't, we can't stand it, we just want to go out? It's because we realize, in the terms of Albert Einstein, the time is a relative thing, right? You've got nothing to do. So when you've got nothing to do, you feel the time is going by slowly compared to when the time you're working, right? In other words, you're basically feeling bored. Why do we feel bored? Because the time goes by slowly, right? So, you can be more productive. There's a lot of things you can do during this time. All the skills you can acquire, you know, because companies are coming up with solutions and they know that we are bored and they know that if, if we don't provide, if they don't provide with you with something to do, then, you know, things will get a lot worse. How do you want to keep someone in the house when you've got nothing to do? Right, so they are giving us the corporate role for the first time I feel in a long time and in, in following the corporate news and all that. There are good companies which are giving out tons of good materials. Now, what am I talking about? Let's say you want to learn a new language, right? Go on Duolingo, learn a language. It's for free. You don't need to pay for anything. Um, I just read an article about Skillshare, right? It has a some of the best videos on from simple things like baking to magic making right it's, and it's all for free for the next two months if you can't you don't even like that and go on youtube and learn how to mop or even make a lawn go explore and take a small step even if you have an old piano or an organ or a guitar lying somewhere collecting dust take it out spend a few minutes on it wipe it now if you don't play it the very least you can reminisce on the time that you actually bought it, right? Good times, I'm sure. You wouldn't go somewhere to a shop and you felt like crap and you thought, you know, I'm feeling like shit, let's get a guitar. No, you probably had a great time that time. You were probably feeling so confident of yourself, so good. They went in and you got yourself an instrument, right? And maybe you never had the time. Maybe you're, you, 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 you were stuck somewhere and you got life, life came, you know, life hit you. And it just lied there for a couple of years. Take it out. Take it out, man. Take it out. 
Spend a few moments with it. Spend a few minutes with it. Give it life. You know, when I when I watch uh, you know the interview of um, one of the best singers, I feel of this time. Uh, you know, uh, Ed Sheeran, right? And he has some of the best singles I feel, and his his songs really speak to me. I'm a good fan. And uh, I was watching one of his interviews, and he said, when he holds a guitar, he feels more confident because he's dyslexic. So when he holds a guitar, it feels like a protection, like an armor, like an extension of himself. So he feels a lot better. He feels a lot confident. He can even carry a conversation with you, but he has to have a guitar with it, right? So come on, man. You, you have it with you. Give it a shot. Maybe you don't need to be an edge but you know, you can be a great man or a woman at home, right? A small gathering. Maybe you're going to have a birthday party after this or you're going to have a wedding after this, right? I mean, if you can be the best man you are around the people you love, then what else can you ask for? You know, that's the best thing in life, right? So that's three. And the last one, which I want to emphasize on is health. Okay. So I'm in a medical profession. I just can't live this out. Uh, we talked about mental health earlier and we talked about finance and we talked about productivity. And I have to emphasize on health because it's our bread and butter. It's what we see and what we do. And I have to tell you about it. You have 24 hours a day to spend a few moments to exercise. Okay, you don't need a large space. If you have a lawn, fantastic. If you're at a treadmill, great. Or if you're like me, then just use the floor, just lose the mat, whatever you have. There are a ton of YouTube videos out there. There are great people out there who are trying to teach you or trying to keep you motivated. Come on, just, just give it a try, all right? Just give it a try. Spend at least 15 minutes a day. If you're feeling lazy, start it when you get up, just get out of bed, do a bit of exercise, because you're not gonna go anywhere. I can take your time to do it even a few 45 minutes, or you can take time to do it for 10 minutes, up to you. If you're still lazy, do it when you feel like it. As long as you do it before you bed, all right? And if let's say you're still lazy, and you just don't feel like doing it, you just wanna lay down, before you go to bed, take about five to 10 minutes, just do something before you sleep. Now, if you can't do it before you get, when you get up, if you can't do it when you're up, if you can't do it before you go to bed, then, God save your soul, my man. God save your soul. Now, some of you up there, I will coming to the end of the podcast. Just want to let you know, guys, if, if anyone of you have all these four things under control, you know, you're one of the privileged few who has a bit of cash in your, in your savings, who could maneuver for a few months without any issues. And if you have a plate on, if you have food on your table, and if you're taking care of your health, then I salute you, you're, you're great. You're doing yourself, not only yourself some favor, but you're doing a whole lot of others some favor. But I'd like to ask those, please, 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 if you're one of the privileged few, just take a moment and think of those who have nothing at this moment. Do remember that almost 40 to 60% of the population around the world are just living by. They are just living by. According to statistics, about 50% or more even of the population, especially in my country, can't even survive one month without a salary. 
if they can't have a salary for one month, they will go bust. So I just ask you, if you can have some sympathy, some empathy, please help them. Please do what you can. A wise man once told me that what you have, 10% of what you have, should go to God. And I tell him, God is in everyone. Give a meal to someone who cannot afford it and see him smile. And you'll see God. Now, all right, guys, that's it from me. Have a pleasant day. If you have any comments, if you have any feedbacks, please do get to me. I'll be really happy to hear from you guys and how I can improve further. Till then, adios amigos, gracias, mucho gusto.